further up and further in to your presence, deep to deep and deeper still in your river, satisfied longing Welcome to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Well, Amy, as promised in our last episode, mm-hmm. we're going to chat about some things you need to know in uncertain times. Yes, because you are moving into some uncertain times. And really, aren't we all always in uncertain times? I know. Times? When you talked about uncertain times, uncharted waters, I was thinking about it as I was driving into the get groceries this morning and I was like, we're always in that. Right. And if we don't think we are, we're in denial or we're trying to control everything. And sometimes we're just lulled into seasons of life has been so normal for so long that mm-hmm. we think we're certain. Yeah. But it's really just that we've been in a state season of kind of a stability or enough that we think, like you say, control or like we can manage what's yeah. going on. Yeah. So all of us Maybe it's at certain times we're more aware of the uncharted nature of certain aspects Mm -hmm. in our life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we went through COVID where we get used to people changing, people, you know, some people, them, them changing regulations on us daily and weekly. And so that was actually really hard and stressful on everybody's mental health. Yeah. So we kind of need a certain level of stability to keep functioning. Mm Mm-hmm. But then we also just learned, man, you can plan a trip to Ireland and replan it twice. Yep. Or you can think you have a plan and you get cancer and you have to stop everything. Yep. And so probably there's an, an inevitability that we either get more stressed trying to control things or we get wiser mm-hmm. and know that we actually can't plan things. But in this season of our life, we are for sure super aware. There's so much we don't know. And that's actually anxiety-inducing, Amy. Yeah, it really can be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially for those of us that uh, one of our ditches is we need to know to keep safe. Or, or yeah, or I just love a plan. Yeah. I love a good plan. I can even change a plan, but I love having a plan. Mm. And right now, I don't know where I'm going to live in a few months. Like, ah! So, yeah, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning sometimes and just a massive adrenaline rush. And it's like, what's wrong? Oh, I just don't know where I'm going to be living in two months. Oh, okay. Yep. Uncharted waters. And so I recently uh, had the privilege of, of preaching on this topic and came up Where with, did you preach it at? Oh, Westlife Church. Where? Calgary. Calgary. Where? What will your where role be? Where? I will soon be working. And I'm so excited. That was really As subtle, pastor. Yes. Subtle, subtle. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> yes. So if you want to keep up, right, you can start to follow Westlife Church. There's so many ways that even as we go into these uncharted waters, we're still so connected. Yep. And that, that was great. Thanks. Thanks for doing that You're for welcome. me. You're <laughs> welcome. So yes, this was my candidating sermon, which if people mm. don't know what that is, because it's a funny church word, it's like after having gone through lots of interview processes and, you know, background checks and Apparently, search committees listen to our podcast, Yeah, uh, read the book, did those kind of due diligent things, because it's, it's a crazy commitment on behalf of a church to pick someone and say, Oof. yes, come and be our leader. I mean, obviously, on our end, we're making a massive life change, upending everything to, to do something new and different. So you go and you spend a weekend and you just, I called it speed dating an entire church in a weekend because we really did just like, I think I met 24 people on Saturday and had conversations with them. It's crazy. And so good. So good. Again, I saw Freedom Fallout there. We talked about Freedom Fallout in our last podcast. Just the courage to stand and say, I can be seen and known. Mm. 
And whether we move forward with this or not, it's okay. I know who I am. You know who God is. And this is just goodness. And there was a lot of freedom in just showing up. But then you do get to preach a sermon and it's like no pressure. Yeah. You've got 30 minutes to preach a sermon that will impress people. I don't function well under that kind of pressure. That doesn't work for me. But as I thought about Uncharted Waters, I thought, if you're going to get to know me, I'm going to share with you things I think you need to know in Uncharted Waters, because this is how I'm operating. Mm -hmm. And really, as you said, we're all in Uncharted Waters. People that are working in churches right now really don't know what the future looks like. And so my three th- I have three things that I came up with in my message that I think you need to know. So I think there's three things that we need to always know in Uncharted Waters. One, Jesus is with us. Mm-hmm. And that can sound like Sunday school-ishness. <laughs> right, but the, th- the, the reason why things are Sunday school-ish is because they're like fundamental and they're so like important to know. True and important things. Right? Unfortunately, they just get cliche, oh yeah, Sunday school answers. But they're Sunday school answers because they're like profoundly, deeply true. And when you're in times where you need to know, the things you need to know are actually those things. So the mm. idea that Jesus is with us, he's with me. Yeah. As I go into this, I have no idea what's going to happen. Am I going to be enough? Am I going to be all they need me to be? Uh, no, but Jesus is with me. Mm-hmm. And he's in us. And so he's with you in this season. He's with me. Yep. He's with our listeners. I mean, I had such a sweet and profound experience of that when I was a little girl. When To me, this is my coming to Christ moment. I was six years old and I was always so fearful. And I mean, that's been an ongoing freedom journey for me my whole life. I don't really have a lot of memories of church before that. We went to church. I remember standing on the pews. I remember singing hymns. I remember my grandmother's, if you're Dutch, Wilhelmina Peppermints. Hmm. But there was a vacation Bible school and maybe I was just old enough to finally go that year or something. I was six. And, and so this is a hot summer night in August in Nova Scotia. The windows are open right after having done VBS. And the neighbors were playing music that scared me. Mm. There's just something about it, which now I look back and I think, well, I have such a discernment thing that I would have been picking up on what the yeah. music was carrying, but I was just a kid. And you know how parents are like, go to sleep, go to sleep, just close yeah. your eyes. And, but this fear just kept amping so big inside of me. Mm. And I just said, Jesus, because I remember from va- Vacation Bible School, Jesus came. So I just said, Jesus, come and be with me. And I felt the tangible presence of God in my room. Mm. It's such an extraordinary thing. And now I look back and go, what a gift. But I remember scooching over against the wall, so happy he was there with me. Mm. And that I didn't feel fear and saying, just come and stay with me. Just come and stay with me. And going to sleep, even though the music never stopped. Yeah. What a, I mean, the kindness of Jesus. We do nothing to deserve these things. And he shows up in our story. And if anything is, if you're listening, just know that Jesus will show up for your kids too. And their childlike wonder and not knowing. Yeah. And for me, one of the things of like, really Jesus awareness of Jesus with me was, I always had this picture of like, when Jesus called, you know, was inviting us or calling us into things. It was like, you know, he was shoving me into the deep end of the pool while mm-hmm. he like stood on the edge and kind of like yelled like, yeah, you're doing it. Swim harder, swim better. As I, If you're lucky. If you, right, if you're lucky, if you sink or swim, right? I guess you'll find out. <laughs> right. But it was like through my whole like healing healing journey and one of the things the picture Jesus gave me was he was in the deep end saying jump jump into my arms I'm right here right and it was like such a shift for me of like he's not shoving me ahead of him saying like I'll see if you sink or swim then I'll show up hope you make it right but he's like actively there being like no jump into my arms my presence is here yeah the water's deep you don't know maybe what you're doing or if you can swim but it doesn't matter because I got muscular legs and I can tread water forever (laughs) 
and you can cling on to me. Yeah. And we'll do it together. Yeah. He's with us. He's with us. And so sometimes it comes with that sweet experience of his presence like I had, but it doesn't always come with such a tangible sense. Mm -hmm. But it's a thing we can anchor our souls to. Yeah. I just choose right now, wherever you are in your uncharted waters, even just say it out loud. Jesus is with me. Jesus is here. He's with me. Start to even confess that with your mouth. Break agreement with a lie that he's abandoned you, that he's testing you. Yeah. I mean, that was a phrase I grew up with that I understand the point, but he's not throwing you in the deep end over your head. Yeah. So break agreement with any of those lies and just declare again and again, Jesus is with me. I am shocked when I can say something like that when I'm feeling unsettled. Yeah, my 5 a.m. panic wake up moments. Jesus is with me. Jesus is with me. Jesus is here. Usually by the third time, my soul is starting to settle into truth. Our emotions follow Mm -hmm. sometimes our declaration of what is actually true. Yep. So Jesus is with us is the first thing we need to know. Next one, God is good. Yep. And we have talked about that so much, I think, in the last year. I know. And again, even right with some of my update about my house and previous before that, we had kind of talked about healthy lament. And Mm -hmm. some of it was, was, you know, we weren't open to share that at the time, but it was like, I'm here. And then you're like, oh, this is a thing that's going forward. And for me, it was like... Oh, yeah. Make, somehow, make sure that's really clear. Wait, like, so, yes. So what it was, was like, we had felt like Jesus had said, you know, you're here in Beaver Lodge, root in. And then shortly after that, or around that, mm-hmm. you were like within uh, a week discerning or feeling like God was calling you or potentially exploring going to Westlife. Mm-hmm. And there was that moment of me of like, I've been bait and switched. Like, I thought I was saying yes to all this goodness. And now you've just... And goodness in your mind was that nothing would change here. Yeah. And again, it was the thing of of a bit of the lie of, well, it's been so good here and it's been so good how our relationship has developed and worked that there's no way it could get any better. So this is the pinnacle and it's all downhill from here. <laughs> right? I'm sorry I'm laughing. It feels so right? real when I we're know. in it. And so in the real. moment it was like, but I am good. Not and you. My, uh, like, but Jesus was saying, right? Like... <laughs> No, you're good too. But. I'm good, but Jesus was saying, right? I am good, mm-hmm. and there's actually no limit to my goodness in your life. And so will you trust that even as you let go of what feels safe and sure? I know what's good yeah, here. Exactly. But if I have faith and believe that he is good, I can reach into the uncertain spaces and I can go there. Yeah. And the wobble's real. Mm-hmm. But the truth that God is good, so he's going to be good there too. Yeah. Keeps me with wide-eyed expectation instead of dread. Yes. So breaking agreement with dread has been an important thing in my life in so many seasons. Dread is fully and totally attached to the lie that God's going to ditch me here. Yep, totally. I'm going to be on my own. It's going to be too hard. I won't have what it takes. All based on some facts. Do I have what it takes for this? I don't know. I'm called to it. Oh, God has what it takes. He is good. I can rely on him. Yeah. And we've talked about that in other episodes too, where going through the cancer journey, it was like, well, I wanted him to heal me in a supernatural way. I've seen him do that. And he's like, no, you're going to see my goodness in other ways. And so again, not shutting down God or cursing him because he's not showing his goodness in a way mm-hmm. that makes sense to us, but living in an expectation. So the lament is, I, I wanted this. This is what I was hoping for. <laughs> And confessing my faith. I know you're going to be good. So help me keep my eyes wide open. Uh, one of the Psalms that talks about, I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. It's not just like a someday pie in the sky thing. God is good. 
Yeah. And so for our listeners, he's good in your story. And you can anchor your soul to that. You don't need to know everything. You need to know that. Yeah. Then the third one is God sent his spirit to lead and guide us into all truth. And we don't know what's happening in our lives. None of us. Yeah. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I love to expend mental, mental energy on figuring everything out. And some of that's just the beauty of how God wired me to make plans. Plans mm-hmm. are good. None of that is a bad thing. But if we only lean on our own understanding... We'll never know enough. Yeah. But in all your ways, acknowledge him. And I love in Jesus's need to know conversation there in John, the chapters I referred to, it says three times, I will send my spirit who will Mm. lead you and guide you. I will send my spirit who will lead you and guide you. We talk about the Holy Spirit being a comforter and a convictor, but it's just been so real to me right now. He's the one who will lead us and guide us. I think it's in chapter 16 where Jesus is one of the times Jesus references this. And he says, there's more I'd like to tell you, but you couldn't bear it all if I told mm. you right now. Mm-hmm. But I will send my spirit who will lead and guide. And that's such a, it's such a fascinating phrase. I need to know everything, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even like it sort of has an ominous tone. If I, I'd, there's more I'd like to tell you, but you couldn't bear it if I told you all right now. Oh, well, yeah, what? what is this? He just knows we're so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That we would foresee challenges and think, how am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you don't need to know right now what you need to know. Yeah. I'm going to send my spirit to lead and guide in all truth. Yeah. And for me, it's like when I go back to that truth that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide me, it's such a relief to me. Yeah. Right? Where it's like, I can get all worked up on like, how am I going to do this? It's all up to me. And then it's like, it it actually isn't. It's like so Very much little, less than we think. Right? It's like, but the Holy my job, in order to be led and guided, I need to be willing and I need to be listening. Yeah. Can I be willing and can I be listening? And it's oh. just a humble place of tension. Right? Oh, that's my responsibility? Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. And the timeline of that is also faith and trust because... I can listen, but I have to listen until he makes it clear. Yeah. And it didn't come on Tuesday when I asked for it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yep. No, there was, it was a few days later. But in all that waiting time, I get to be at peace and live with my heart oriented in worship. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because like a child, come and be like a child, I can just say he's got this. And he's going to let me know when I need to know. Yeah. And I love that. There's just been a place of peace. So, man, these uncharted waters lately have been turbulent. And anytime I bring myself back to these three, I need to know Jesus is with me. God is good. His spirit is going to lead and guide. It's actually an authentic place of peace. Mm -hmm. And that's where God would like us to live. He's invited us to live there. Just over and over and again through the day, kind of reining your soul, your mind, your thoughts in and going right back to what do I need to know? It makes me laugh because I think about this time um, when Brian and I were first starting to, do I want to use Bambi's phrase, get Twitter pated? (laughs) (laughs) You know, the twinkle in the eyes was happening there and really early on, awkwardly so, but at that time in my life, I had um, been told by seven, seven specialists, not just regular doctors, but specialists that I wouldn't be able to have children. And I mean, that's not usually a conversation you want to have with somebody when you're like, I don't even know how interested we are in each other. But for me, I just thought, I can't engage in this relationship and then get my heart involved and then drop the bomb. I can't have kids. Mm. 
And he's going to be like, what? That's like such a deal breaker. So it was quite early on kind of this awkward conversation. I'm, by the way, you need to know yeah. this about me. And his response then was, oh, only God knows what will actually happen there. Some people get married and discover they can't have kids. Some people get married and, you know, they, we just, nobody knows what the future holds. You just need to know that whatever happens in your life, God will be there with you. And it's so funny because I go back to that conversation a lot and think that's what I needed to know about being married to Brian. Mm-hmm. It, it was fun to know or, you know, when you're dating, you have all these discoveries. He likes avocados. I hate them. He doesn't care for dark chocolate. I can't live without it. You know, those are all just fun things. But when I look at 25 years of marriage, what I needed to know was the kind of faith he had. Mm-hmm. And same thing as we go into these uncharted waters. There's like things that are fun to know, things I'd like to know, but the things that I need to know, they don't move. And they don't change. And the things are that Jesus is with us, God is good, and the Holy Spirit will guide and lead us. And those things will anchor you as you take all the risky and uncertain steps of heading further up and further in. Mm-hmm.